Hello and welcome to Habemus Papam, episode 164, Lucius II. Dear brothers and sisters, Annuncio Vobis. Annuncio Vobis. Annuncio Vobis Gaudium Magnum. Gaudium Magnum. Gaudium Magnum. Habemus Papam. So after a revolt in Rome two episodes ago and a very short papacy who kind of calmed things down a little bit, but not entirely, we come to another short papacy with Rome still sort of in revolt and still having tensions with Roger II of Sicily in the south. But before we get there, we have to meet our Pope for today. His name was Gerard, though we aren't certain of his last name or family status. He was born sometime in the late 11th century in Bologna, and he served as a canon in one of the local churches there though we aren't sure which one. We are sure that he was brought to Rome by Pope Callistus II, who ordained him in 1123, the cardinal priest of Santa Croce in Jerusalem, and made him the papal librarian. Now, if you remember from the episode on Pope Callistus II, he appointed several cardinals from northern Italy and France who were more closely aligned with the new religious orders and who supported Innocent II over Anacletus II. Now, Gerard seems to fit this mold. He was known for his competence and his learning, and according to Peter the Venerable of Cluny, for his manifest kindness and piety. Another German chronicler described him as a man worthy of the priestly office by virtue of his meekness and humility. Under Honorius II, Gerard was sent to Germany to help bring about the election of the pro-papal Lothar III as Holy Roman Emperor. Then, during the disputed election between Innocent II and Anacles II, Gerard worked tirelessly to bring the emperor to support Innocent. Innocent II in turn made him the papal chancellor in 1144, which put him in charge of much of the day-to-day operations of the papal states. Now, at the death of Celestine II, Gerard was elected in March of 1144 in a fairly drama-free conclave, and he took the name Lucius II. Now, one person who was pretty stoked about this election was our friend and erstwhile opponent to the papacy, Roger II of Sicily. Roger was apparently good friends with Cardinal Gerard, and when he found out that the cardinal had become Pope Lucius II, he rejoiced. Roger requested a meeting with the new pope, which took place on June 4, 1144. And despite a very affectionate greeting, Roger was unwilling to give back to the Holy See territory that was traditionally theirs, and the pope wouldn't budge on giving that territory to Roger. So with the diplomacy exhausted, even though they were apparently friends, the military was brought out again. Roger moved up the coast and conquered a few more erstwhile papal towns. Now this prompted Lucius to ask for a truce. The Pope agreed to some of Roger's demands, while in return, Roger would cease his attack and help the Pope with some internal issues. Now if you remember, at this time, Rome itself was still under revolution. A group had seized control of the Capitoline Hill, and said they reinstated the Senate of Rome and said that Rome was a republic and no longer subject to the Pope. Well, that group had been sidelined in earlier papacies, but now with the help of the Pier Leone family, they took control again. The Pier Leone we're going to talk about this week is Jordan Pier Leone, the brother of the anti-Pope Anacletus II. And he took charge and formed what is called the Commune of Rome, and he held the Capitoline Hill, and he was appointed as the general dictator or ruler of Rome. Lucius knew that he couldn't fight these revolutionaries and Roger in Sicily, so he had to settle the issue with Roger, and he may have asked Roger to help him with the revolutionaries. He also gave more power to the Frangipani family, the historic rivals of the Pier Leone, and he asked German King Conrad III for help as well. But it wouldn't go well. The attack on the Capitoline Hill to try and dislodge the Commune of Rome was totally unsuccessful. The senators remained in power, 
and Jordan Pierleoni especially. And according to one source, the Pope was killed in the attack. Apparently, Lucius was standing with his troops when a stone thrown from the Capitoline Hill landed directly on his head. Now, other sources say he died of disease. We can't quite be sure. The dramatic story, of course, sticks out in history. But regardless, Pope Lucius II died on February 15th, 1145. He was buried at the Lateran, and he was succeeded by the 165th Pope, Blessed Eugene III. But we will talk all about him and his famous patron next week. Thanks for listening to Habe Mus Papam. You can check out the rest of the Catholic Bites podcast at catholicbitespodcast.com or find us on Apple Podcasts. Thank you and God bless you. <laughs>